Greetings and welcome to today's episode of My Security Plus Journey, a podcast where I document my learnings as I prepare for the CompTIA Security Plus SYO501 exam. In the last episode, we have discussed about uh, rootkits and keyloggers. Uh, before we go over a quick recap of, of that, uh, let me tell you that uh, I do have an Instagram page, uh, instagram.com/learnit.up, and I also have another. Uh, page uh, of uh, content related to not just my youtube channel but instagram page uh, that i'll be plugging in soon that's a little bit of a secret so let's dive right into it uh, today we'll be discussing about uh, adware spyware and botnets uh, they are a little bit big to discuss about there's quite a bit to discuss about in those two so before we get started with that let's do a real quick recap of what happened in rootkits and keyloggers now rootkits firstly rootkits we discussed yesterday that rootkit is basically the it, it comes from the uh, unix version or you could say from a unix operating system where the root the root is the super user so basically the super user or administrator is called a root in a unix based or a linux based uh, in a linux based system so that's how rootkits get their get their name which is malware kits of malware designed to infect the root user so the root is the root user obviously has access to parts of the kernel core system files etc etc so these malware are specifically designed to target those core system files and obviously because they're embedded inside the core they are almost always invisible to the operating system they won't be seen in the task manager or something like that and they're also invisible to you know antivirus anti malware softwares as well they also uh, basically they work on the principle that when you can't see something you can't you can't go ahead and stop it so now uh, one of the examples we discussed regarding rootkits yesterday was the zbot malware uh which was famous for cleaning out bank accounts because it uh, spied or it relayed data it was a form of spyware on which we're going to discuss today uh it was actually combined with a rootkit called neekers and uh, neekers is a kernel level driver that was uh, that embedded itself right inside like you know in windows systems it embedded itself inside the system 32 and uh, in linux systems it embedded inside the usr folder So Neckers what it did was it made sure you can't delete zbot whatsoever so it would just deny access to it uh, saying that it's an essential system file and deleting it would corrupt your operating system and whenever you try to stop the process in windows if you if you could find the zbot's process and you tried to stop it uh, it always threw an error saying access denied so basically what uh, the rootkit did here is that it uh, implemented this malware as a part of a system function uh in which case no level, no super user will also be able to stop this now finding and removing rootkits could be especially tricky uh we can only treat the symptoms in this kind of a case we can't really treat the cause because identifying the cause it's a little bit, bit of a problem we can only treat the symptoms so when you find when you when you notice something unusual happening on your system like be it uh, unauthorized network access or uh, packets being sent over or you know uh, you feel your uh, system lagging or you feel uh, some spyware is there or you see some ads on your system like adware now all of those things uh, whenever you see those symptoms and no matter how many times you clean it if it keeps repeating that means chances are there's a rootkit in your system and then in that case you'll have to download rootkit utilities or rootkit removers the software specifically built to tackle rootkits uh, 
and one more uh, thing that you could do is rely on the secure booting method the uefi method or the ufi uh because it offers a significantly high amount of security in the bios and the bootloader sequence compared to a legacy booting system now for the details of ufi and legacy boots uh, i suggest you go to the previous video uh, the last episode and uh, uh, give it a hear then we moved on to a discussion of keyloggers which is uh, software is designed to log your keystrokes or log your screens or log your uh, clipboards or log your search engine queries basically software that is designed to log and then relay that information to the bad guys so we discussed that the fundamental problem with the keylogger is that you can't really encrypt your keystrokes you can't really encrypt your clipboards so stuff like that it's always in the clear so it makes it significantly uh, vulnerable and keyloggers i- exploit exactly that so we also discussed how to prevent keyloggers uh, which is using keylogging scanners or you know try to block any unauthorized communication keeping our antiviruses and all updated the usual so yeah that was what happened in the last episode now let's move on to adware and spyware firstly let's start off with adware firstly now when you think about it now again adware is advertisement software adware is short for advertisement software when you do think about it what is the fundamental concept like why ads why do advertisements exist um advertisements exist because uh some people or some companies or whatever they need reach be it to their product or be it to their brand itself they need reach they need more people to see it so that more people will buy it and they can gain more out of it now this stands true for all products services or brands there exist in advertisement uh i mean obviously there are other types of advertisements as well like public service advertisements so basically advertisements are to inform or to you know uh, engage in some sort of a persuasive activity to get users into the said product or service or information now when you're on your computer um how where do you see ads generally suppose you go on a website um if you have an ad blocker the website uh, most blogging sites news articles don't open without you turning off the ad blocker because those sites or those uh, you know organizations they get paid to show ads they get paid to sell ads space so they want you to see it ideally so you see ads on like websites you whenever you search for google when you search something in google you first see the sponsored results uh, which whoever bought ad space in google the first results are generally there uh, it's marked with an ad obviously but uh, yeah um you also see ads in like you know social media like facebook there's facebook ads there's instagram ads um there's ads on youtube like mid rolls or uh, end of video ads or you know start of video ads there's ad banners all of these now there's a ton of ad space right and obviously this ad space comes expensive firstly one thing is there's a high amount of expense in buying out an ad space and that also it lim- and the platform providing it limits your reach to a certain audience you'll have to pay more to reach more people now some like you know malicious parties or you could say some extremely like you know uh, aggressive parties what they do is they instead of like you know relying on websites to show you ads 
or relying on like you know you playing or uh, you getting over somewhere you get to a platform and then see ads instead of relying on that what some uh, parties do is they design this sort of malware or you could say softwares that use your entire computer as a space for advertising in the sense that even if you're on your home page doing nothing you could see ads now obviously that will make that will that is ba- basically the maximum amount of ad space you can get <laughs> like before like you know someone even eventually figures out how to put ads in your bootloader or something but that is how far you can get with ads that is like the farthest you can take this which is uh, ads right at your desktop or ads or even if you're playing offline or something ads is in there now <clears throat> adware does exactly that what adware does is uh, it is a software that embeds itself inside your computer and uh, it shows you ads wherever like whatever you're doing on your computer as well like on your desktop there's pop-ups or whenever you're trying to view a video in your inside your computer whenever you're trying to play a game everything so it'll just fill your screen with pop-ups and pop-ups and this adware generally uh, relies on the internet obviously to get its ads so whoever buys the adware uh, adware space they'll be able to you know attack these infected computers with their ads now obviously this uh, this could cause performance issues in like you know a little bit older computers especially there'll be a huge amount of network load because the problem with adware fundamentally is that uh, it is on your pc and it is active for as long as you're on your pc so sometimes technically the time away is zero as well so it has to constantly communicate over the network for newer ads or for you know uh, changing the ads or you know uh, advertising different companies so it'll one problem with adware is that it will cause a huge load of the network as well and on your pc's performance and adware generally comes bundled inside trojans or it'll just uh, somehow you like you know in your browser or something when you click on malicious extensions basically trojans are what generally house adware and uh, now there's a newer ploy of uh, obviously these ads are irritating you can't have these ads on your pc like showing up no matter what you're trying to do and get rid of them they can be very irritating and obviously you would be looking to remove them so i mean if there are softwares to remove adware but you have to be extra careful about using them again because especially if you're learning about that uh, software to remove adware from an ad that means uh, you know it is a little bit sketchy it could just cause you more ads so adware is probably like the most aggressive marketing stunt there is uh, guaranteed to give you frustration 100% So and if you've been in IT support in even a remote fashion chances are you've seen these cases of adware happen you've seen probably browsers with you know 3 to 4 bars full of just these extensions these malicious extensions uh, or you've probably seen a pc which is infected with tons and tons of adware that on the desktop itself there's six different ads showing at any given minute you can't literally find a place to click away so yeah adware is pretty bad we'll come back to the discussion against prevention of this before we'll come back to it after we discuss about spyware now again spyware disambiguation spying software or you, actually 
instead of software probably here the accurate description would be malware spying malware so obviously spyware does exactly that it spies on you it intrudes your privacy it uh, like you know it collects your data it collects sensitive data like beat your screen recordings or beat your keystrokes or anything basically keyloggers are also a type of spyware now any malware that spies on you uh, generally does it for a beat an advertising purpose which is to show you targeted advertisements or beat a data mining purpose to you know make a complete consolidated profile on you which will probably lead to either your identity being stolen or uh, someone like you know social engineering you into cleaning out your bank accounts or something like that so yeah spyware is obviously very dangerous now and if if spyware is active in like any of your devices that you there chances are you wouldn't even know it uh how does spyware even get to you in the first place generally it can be tricked like you know uh, you can probably like you know generally most people they get tricked into installing this like whenever you download uh, software off of like you know other websites which non official websites in their installers somewhere in some small checkbox or somewhere inside the terms and conditions there'll be some sort of like you know you're consenting to come uh, install certain certain adware or you're consenting to allow us cult- uh, collect certain certain amount of data now obviously they they mask they disguised okay and you can't even go legal about this because technically you always press i agree because you need the software so spyware that is one way the spyware gets in basically this uh, software uh, uh, some terms and conditions method another way is actually peer to peer now like you know if you're taking uh, spyware uh, if you're taking some software written with spyware off of your friend or uh, if there's multiple people using the same computer or if mul- there's multiple people using the same network uh, to communicate and that network is infected with spyware again peer to peer infection is highly probable and another thing spyware does uh, more recently is if you download some sort of an antivirus let's say uh you know most like you know uh, be it unregistered copies of antiviruses like pirated copies of antiviruses or you know some newer shady antiviruses uh, those things the problem with those things is that they'll uh, not just like you know uh, because it's a security software again at the end of the day so when you let it in your pc you allow it to you know scan your entire pc like you know for viruses <laughs> viruses and uh, antivirus softwares and all all of these things with the excuse of you know scanning your pc for viruses they could probably be spying on your data and you'd never know and like most of these like you know spyware ridden antiviruses what they do is they'll say that they need network access to download the latest antivirus definitions and all uh, to download the latest virus signatures and all and use that network access right to you know send out data of you send out the data that they mind of you that is again a problem and chances are even if they do send out data they won't be able to even you know be a proper antivirus they'll just you know hide that virus and say that it's gone completely now that's the problem with spyware and that's a really really big problem and uh, another interesting modern topical case that i would like to bring up here is about uh, like you know you see whenever you go into amazon and you search for a specific product uh, and you're like okay uh, you suppose you say you search for um 
cycles like mountain cycles or something like that you search that and you're like okay and after some window shopping or so or uh, you somehow go into another website and all of the ads you see are mountain bikes or like you know bmx bikes or cycles or your know, trikes or something like that this is again targeted advertising and this is a very uh like you know a prevalent form of spyware which is browser monitoring which is they'll capture your surfing habits they'll capture exactly which pages you're visiting which uh, which things you're clicking on which things you're not clicking on which things you're scrolling right past and they'll use all of that to show you even more targeted advertisements chances are they that way you'll be you'll get you like you know they'll get you to click on stuff easier you there's a higher chance that you'll click on those stuff and that way their ads are getting more revenue as well so yeah basically a very remote form of brainwashing and then keyloggers obviously we discussed about keyloggers now fundamentally why is there so much adware and spyware out there money because see first things first you seeing something the reach basically you looking at an ad itself is incredibly valuable so the time you spend your eyeballs everything are incredibly valuable and nextly your computer time and your bandwidth is also incredibly valuable now this discussion i'm uh, the money discussion i'm getting it off of uh, professor messer's discussion uh, in his video your your like you know the time you spend on the internet uh, uh how many times have you even downloaded a game just based off of his instagram ads or how many times have you like you know followed pages uh, out of their promoted posts all of this now your computer time your bandwidth uh, your interaction time your uh, viewing time all of this is incredibly valuable and when it comes to spyware your bank account is incredibly valuable because if someone has access to your bank account technically they have access to your entire financial resources and at that point it's questionable even if it's if it's even if it's even going to remain your resource anymore so that brings us to the burning discussion here which is how do we protect against adware or spyware from a security plus point of view uh, the first at probably the most like no brainer situation if you've been listening to all these episodes by now you would uh, know what i'm going to say next which is maintain your antivirus or anti malware uh, keep your os updated everything always have the latest software one second point is always get software or get programs or get anything anything that you're downloading from legitimate sources from verified sources and even if uh, wait, unless you completely trust something unless you completely know what you're installing do not go for it do not advance with it and always look for more options if you're stuck with something that has adware in it or if you're stuck with something that's not significantly like you know clean or good always look for options even if they're paid it might just be worth it uh and also again goes without saying you always need to maintain backups because some day you might need it and cleaning adware isn't that easy because once they infest in once they infect you your pc is going to be riddled with ads and one one adware uh, one adware piece of like you know file one adware file or one adware program can open the door to tens if not hundreds of adware programs and then there's no going back from there and even if you think right now there's no adware or spyware in your computer it's always 
ideal to you know be sure not uh, like you know don't just presume something so it's always advisable to run some scans there are targeted like you know specific adware and spyware removal tools uh one biggest example uh, which i've personally used over the last 3 years is malwarebytes now malwarebytes does a really good job their free version is also very useful the free version provides one time scans and it gets the job done obviously malwarebytes pro or malwarebytes paid version does an even better job and like you know it does real time monitoring and all but right now for the immediate purpose you could just download malwarebytes and scan once to see what kind of adware and spyware are lurking in your system without your like you know without you knowing it huh now that was a discussion about adware and spyware so i mean it is more relevant like it is more like you know relevant to the day because these days there's so much ads and so much spying going on so it's always good to know about what they what they're all about probably someday like we'll take a case study or we'll probably discuss any big news story related to these two um <clears throat> probably that we'll save that for another video or another podcast episode The next thing uh, in today's episode that we were going to discuss is botnets. Now think about it. Your computer has a certain amount of RAM, a certain amount of processor processing power, a certain amount of speed at which it can process data. Think suppose say uh, if you were to like you know mine some cryptocurrency now again mining cryptocurrency it's a more topical example that i'm using uh what if uh, you're trying to like you know uh dismantle a server uh, a server which can process say around uh, 1 million like you know requests per second now probably your your system alone can send around 1000 requests per second what if there's two systems they can send 2000 requests a second what if this 10 systems 10000 requests a second 1000 systems 1 million requests a second and the server will reach its peak load and after that any more requests it's getting it cannot process that's exactly how that's exactly the significance of a botnet which is your computer alone weak multiple computers together extremely strong so a botnet disambiguation again uh, a network of bots or a network of like you know uh, computer computing devices so what botnets do is they amass a huge number of bots uh, which generally happen to be infected computers or infected mobiles or stuff like that and all of these they'll infect and once there's enough number of bots infected then the source or you could say the person who's in control of the botnet he'll issue a command to all of these infect- infected bots like you know go mine cryptocurrency or go break down this server or flood this server or uh, you know probably like you know uh, try to like you know break down the firewall of said company and all of this might be happening incognito which is without you knowing that your pc is even a bot of some bigger botnet now botnets are hot and botnets are fast the problem with botnets is i mean the problem for 
botnets in the perspective of a botnet creator is that it wouldn't take long for users to figure out that they they're a part of a botnet if they see their pc slowing down they'll obviously figure it out so botnets don't have any longevity which is the uh, there's no guarantee that if you amass say 10000 computers there's no chance that by the time you're you know trying to when you're doing an attack as well there's no chance that uh, all the 10000 will be live at some point some of them might go offline uh, by user intervention or like by powering off or something at some point someone might you know remove the uh, bot connection some point someone might close off the internet connection you never know so botnets are supposed to be like you know quick and fast quickly get the job done quick and fast quickly get the job done but these are probably the most effective malware there are out there because this provides the you know malicious party with a huge resource a resource of around a resource of around thousands or millions of pcs to get this thing done now if your computer is a bot here's what probably happens firstly trojan horses or any like you know software vulnerability or something it can open routes for you know uh, communication and that is how uh, these like you know uh, botnets make your computer a bot now when your computer is a bot for a really long time nothing's going to happen and which will make it even harder for you to notice which is all the computer does is sit around it will check in with the mothership which is basically the source or the person who is in control of the botnet it will check in with that system and it will just wait for instructions nothing going on it's just there but once instructions are given it will go full on that now obviously from a botnet nothing good can come out of it uh the flooding a server with requests example that is basically a distributed denial of service which is basically when you flood in a server's routes or when you flood a server's capacity no other user from around the world can connect because already the server is at peak load and it can't handle any more instructions or it can't handle any more connections so that is a big problem with uh, ddos now ddosing is really hard it can only happen with massive botnets but again it's hot and fast which is it can get the job done really well and it doesn't live for long so these botnets generally are for sale while the botnet is building while more and more devices are infecting these uh, infectors these people they can sell their botnets uh, which is basically you can you see if you're trying to get like you know clicks on your website you could probably this is a very illegitimate way mind you <laughs> which is you could probably like you know rent time from bad guys uh to you know have their entire botnet like you know spam requests or spam uh, views to your videos or something like that obviously again not a long term business proposition but it will definitely get the job done and obviously it is illegal without doubt now again how do you stop your computer from becoming a bot because once it's a part of a botnet uh, chances are it will drain out your system resources completely and uh, if your system is completely hung to a point where entirety of its computer power is just going for this botnet chances are you won't even be able to get you know you won't even be able to stop the connection on your system without like you know completely powering it off so firstly 
again that is a problem and second thing you might never be able to get rid of the infection because every time you're turning it on it again connects to the botnet and it's again at full computational speed you can't even move your mouse you can't even get an antivirus to run you can't even try to close the wi-fi because your system won't just respond so big problem how do we stop our computer from becoming a bot first things first first principle always prevention is better than cure so operating system up to date software up to date anti malware up to date uh, reliable anti malware again we discussed about adware and spyware so from now on reliable anti malware is important that is one prevention is better than cure next identifying which is we have to check for you know uh, unauthorized network activity or uh, we have to keep scanning our computer just to ensure that there has been no trojan breach whatsoever we have to keep our firewalls up to date so on demand scanning and network monitoring is very useful to identify an existing infection uh if we identify an existing infection before it does something we'll be able to remove it and the third thing is obviously prevent preventing command and control which is uh you could use a host based firewall or a intrusion prevention service or an intrusion detection service what these things do is uh, they'll set up your firewall they'll configure it in such a way that only the websites that you authorize the request will go through which is instead of blocking out the bad guys and uh, letting everything else go what this does is it blocks out everybody and only opens connections to the good guys so that is again an inverted approach but surely effective so this is how you could probably make your computer stop uh, becoming a bot of another bigger botnet in the next episode uh, we'll discuss probably about um, let's see we could probably discuss about logic bombs uh, we could also probably discuss phishing these two are very like you know they're very simple concepts but uh, um there's a lot of daily like real life case studies that we can discuss in these two logic bombs and phishing and if time permits uh, we'll discuss a little bit more of you know physical threats in the sense threats to you could say like a organization like if you have a physical setup like a company or threats to like you know intruders to your home as well so threats from the physical world to cyber security that we'll discuss Firstly, if time permits, we'll discuss about shoulder surfing because this is probably the most common and the most uh, like you know prevalent form of like you know physical intrusion. And uh, this is also probably what most people are paranoid about as well. So we'll discuss these three. And down the line in this series uh, in threats, attacks, and vulnerabilities, we'll discuss about. Uh, social engineering for that i'll probably do a dedicated episode of uh, of a very long time because social engineering as such has very like you know in detail concepts and this comes as a huge part of being a hacker <laughs> or you could say being a security engineer that you'll have to always consider social engineering that's it for today uh move on to the next episode if you're still listening or to like you know uh, uh you know get some more interesting content related to security especially related to threats attacks and vulnerabilities head over to my instagram page because i'm posting a lot of topical content there right now uh, it'll be really useful uh, i'll leave the link to it in the description 
and uh, if you're on youtube do check out my anchor page if you're on anchor do check out my youtube page because uh, i mean it's always nice to if you like this video or if you like this episode it's always nice that you can show your support to it i'll see you guys next time